Welcome back to the Simply Marie podcast. I'm Kaylee. And I'm Alexis. And we back. <laughs> We're back. We didn't have an episode last week, but here we are back at it again. Yeah. I feel like we've both been really busy with school. Yeah. <laughs> Just had to take priorities of other things. Yeah. <laughs> but. Which yeah. brings us to our topic. Yeah. We're talking literally. about school. School. The things that people did not tell you about your first year of college or college College in in general i mean we both have this is our fourth year under our belt technically we both had very different school experiences Mm -hmm. but i feel like i knew what i was getting into because my sister had went to the school i'm going to so like i kind of she kind of like let me know the vibe and yeah, yeah whereas, think, like, you, you're the first person or the first child in your family to go to college, which I feel like you just set the pathway. Yeah. Which I'm glad sure. I had someone to, like, show me the ropes and, like... Well, because I definitely had my cousins. They had, yeah. Because I, I personally, I've, tran- like, I've done the whole transfer situation, mm-hmm. which is a lot more common, I feel like, than people... Oh, 100%. Yeah. Then they'll tell you. Yeah. Initially, it's like, no, like, you choose your school and that's where you're going to be for four years. But no, mm-hmm. like, you can change your mind. And that's a big thing that no one talks about. And then it's, like, almost scary to do it because. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think I would be able to transfer. Um, I guess I go to IUSB, which is a little, like, community college in South Bend. They don't even consider a community college, but I do. I don't know. Um, what do they consider it? Do I don't know. <laughs> but I don't think it's like a community. No, it's not. Because that's like Ivy Tech. That's yeah. a community school. IOC is just like a, a branch small- of IU that's yeah. in our town, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And then you went to St. Mary's. And and then went to IUSB. Yeah. So, like, that's different. Well, you got major experiences because you're basically going to a community college now, but you did go to a private school. Yeah. So, that's kind of... That's, I feel both, like that's like a huge con- difference. Yes, huge difference. But thankfully, like, what I was saying was that, like, I have cousins. Yeah. And I had one that went to each school. So I had one that had gone to St. Mary's, and I have one that had gone to IUSB. So, what, like, Brittany went to IUSB? Yeah. Okay, I did not know that. So either way, I had mm-hmm. some type of, like, knowledge of, like, what I'm getting into. But I don't know. I just feel like there's a lot of things that you have to learn on your own. So even, like, saying these things, you're still going to have to, like, figure them out on your own. But a nice little preface for what you're getting into i don't know yeah i knew that i wasn't getting into the normal like college experience normal whatever normal is because there's not a normal we talked about that in our last episode like your normal is different for everyone yeah yeah your normal is your normal which universal normal yeah i considered going to bloom senior year of high school but for one i didn't really know that many people that were going to be going like Morgan was going to Purdue, you were going to St. Mary's, and Chloe was going to St. Mary's, so I was like, why would I go down there? And then also, for one, I was freaked out to move out, just because, like, I had never lived on my own, mm-hmm. and, like, also, I had my internship with Crow, and I knew that I would have to quit that, and, like, clearly, I'm still doing it, so good thing I stayed, and then also, just to save money, the money was the biggest thing. I didn't want to get taxed out the ass to go and get an education when I could literally get it here, live at home and pay far less which um you mentioned that a lot of people do transfer because a lot of people that did go to bloom 
ended up coming back to IUSB. IUSB. Yeah. Or like they went to IUSB their freshman year and then went to Bloom their sophomore year and now are back at IUSB. Or they went for two years at IUSB and then like Mm -hmm. are still at Bloom, whatever. But it's just like no matter where you are, I think it's very common to start out at a local school and then go to a big university or vice versa. Mm Mm-hmm um i think it's important just to do what you want to do and don't let anyone else influence your decision yeah like don't not go to a big university just because you're scared yeah but don't (laughs) you had more More, uh, yeah because oh i don't want to move out but yeah yeah don't go just because or don't not go just because you're scared but also don't just go because that's like what's normal or that's what what everyone else is doing or whatever yeah like you can't really care when you're making your college decision you can't really care like what anyone else thinks because if it's if in the end i'll be all it's the best decision for you Mm -hmm. and that's fine because i mean for me i didn't see iosb or like my local college as like an option because of i don't know just a lot of the views that people have about it which is absolutely ridiculous but is understandable i mean yeah it's understandable but it's just like especially because i feel like didn't your both of your parents go to large like universities my dad did so i feel like that has an impact on your decision what your parents did whereas both of my parents didn't go to college and then kimberly my older sister went to iusb and she's doing perfectly fine so i just felt like i walked was more so walking in her footsteps just because that's what I was familiar with. Whereas people that like their parents go to huge universities, like they probably talk about it. So they're more familiar with that. Yeah. If that makes sense. My mom went to a really small school. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it, you really need to just like analyze what you want to get out of college because if you want more than just like your degree, like if you're looking for friends, party, social opportunity just like all those things like sorority life whatever like greek life whatever then yeah a bigger university is like your way to go but if you're looking at college as i'm here to get my degree and education and to move on like (laughs) that's literally what my because i feel like you made friends when you were at saint mary's but when i started going to iusb i you don't live on campus you can but i do not i live at home it's honestly ex- outrageously expensive to get like a oh it doubles your tuition there yeah literally it's insane so i would commute to school and just go to school and then leave immediately i didn't do any activities or anything that's just not what i was interested in i like kept telling myself i'm like i'm here to get an education i don't need to make friends i already have like my friends that i'm like comfortable with so i, I really haven't made I mean, I guess I've met people that I have, like, in yeah. class, I continue to have classes with them and we'll reach out to each other to, like, get help, but I'm not, like, going out to dinner or, like, hanging out with them, which is fine. Like, I didn't yeah. go there to do that, if that makes sense. Whereas, but it's not impossible to do that. No, yeah, like, we definitely don't want to say that, oh, if you go to a community college, you're not going to make friends because, like, there's definitely ways to get involved and oh, ways 100%. to meet people. But if you don't make it a top priority, it's not going to happen as easily. Which as it a wasn't university. a priority for me. Yeah. I'm and sure if it was and I wanted to meet new people, I would have. And I would have made connections. But I just didn't. I don't care to do that. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of sounds bad. But <laughs> I just didn't care. The things we're going to talk about are kind of like universal. I feel like for most college experiences, mm-hmm. it's not just particular to a big university. I mean, some of them are particular to like a big university. But... I feel like these are just things that, like, 
no one tells you about life after high school in general, mm-hmm. kind of like you said. So going off of like friendships, um, they're kind of like two together, but your roommate might not be your best friend and your first semester friends may not be your forever friends. So normally when you're like going into college for the first year a lot of people not necessarily do random but you'll meet your roommate through like facebook groups or whatever because i remember when you were picking and you're like this girl and i was like like you think you'll be able to live with her just personally i don't i wouldn't be able to move in with someone random i'm too particular on how i like my things i could not but when you're going to a big university it's either you're gonna room with your like best friend which they also say not to do yeah or yeah, yeah or someone random so it's just like Basically, what I'm getting at is it's okay if, like, they don't – if you don't think that, like, oh, I made the wrong decision if you're not, like, best friends. Like, you don't have to be glued at each other's hips. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not – when you sign the roommate, like, agreement, that's not a friendship agreement. So, just because – like, hopefully, you guys, like, hit it off and you obviously, like, are going to live together or whatever. But if you guys aren't inviting each other to go out all the time or, like – having bff nights in your room every night it's not the end of the world it doesn't mean you did something wrong and it also like it's your first year roommate doesn't mean you have to be with them all four years it's just like your starting point and i feel like a lot of things your first year you need to remember like this is your starting point this is your first year of college this isn't like the automatic end all be all yeah it's Mm -hmm. not how all four years are destined to go yeah and especially first semester it's like everyone's going to the welcome events everyone's going to the get to know you's the everyone's looking for their friends and so like the people you meet your first semester you i just feel like everyone likes everyone kind of in the beginning because they're They're like they want to have friends they're trying to connect yes and they want to have things to do and they want to have that college experience and it's okay if they don't stay your best friends all four years like i would definitely say get as many friends as you can include others in things and put yourself out there to try to like be involved with anything going on and then through that you'll find like the people you actually want to stick around and Mm -hmm. it's okay if it's not the first people you met at a welcome event i also think it's important to note that you should be doing things that you enjoy because if when you're doing things you you enjoy you're meeting people that are also doing the same thing that you enjoy so then you have like a connection and like can build off of the things you enjoy you know yeah you can actually build like a healthy friendship and um kind of with the friendship episode that we had it's you can still have your party friends you can have your study friends you can have your bible study friends like college there's so many just different groups of people that you can be associated with and it doesn't have to you don't have to find one person or one group of people that does it all with you yeah right like that's the great thing you can branch out and have people all over i also think it's important to mention that you most likely will drift away people like from the friends you had in high school and that's okay and like how you said like the for your friends that you meet first semester they might not necessarily be the friends in your last semester of your last year of college because college is like a growing experience Mm -hmm. and you're growing into who you are like going to be like as an adult like we're a adults in high school technically because we're like 18 Mm -hmm. but I feel like you don't really start understanding who you are until you 
go to college or even past college. So I think it's important not to be like discouraged when you lose people that maybe you had connections with for a long time because you do grow and sometimes you do grow out of your old friendships. And I think we mentioned that in our um, friendship episode a couple months ago. Yeah. (laughs) But also going off that, like on the complete opposite side, like don't just cut off everyone from home once you go away because you will be coming home for breaks. Mm -hmm. You'll be coming home from summer. You'll and you'll miss home at some point. Yeah. You'll miss your like high school days at some point in college. You'll reminisce and you'll be like, okay, I actually like miss that. Yeah. It's bound to happen. And so if you are missing and you look back and you're like, wow, I can't believe I like just cut everyone off. Like you need those home ties. You need those past experienced connections to like keep you like yeah i don't know that makes sense i'm not saying cut no i'm just saying it's okay to yeah it's okay to let people go but i think if you really do like connect with someone like from your high school it's important to make an effort to keep that connection yeah i think it's kind of just like finding the balance between not being too connected to home and like being okay with the distance and like growing apart but not ruining Mm -hmm. because I feel like okay like a perfect example like Chloe Chloe goes to St. Mary's and I feel like did we I feel like we didn't see each other that often when I went no no which I feel like we were still in contact for the most part but like with Chloe I see her basically every day in the summer because she's here even though she's not far but I understand that like she has obligations at St. Mary's and at Notre Dame and she's like cheer and school and all that but like we still communicate it's not like all connections cut off when school starts up so I think it's important to know that like if your best friend from high school you guys aren't talking every day that's okay like you can still have a a healthy friendship (laughs) without speaking every day which I feel like that's something that we went through because we used to talk literally all day long oh my goodness we used to be with each other every single day every single day you have to learn like how to be just navigate like almost like an adult friendship yeah right because once you go in like the workforce and everything it's like you're not gonna be mm-hmm. hanging with your besties every day yeah. i got nine to five jobs <laughs> monday Gosh. through friday so another thing that no one i mean i think it's a well-known thing but i think people kind of skirt around it a lot is that you're gonna question everything about your future you're gonna question am i you're gonna question your major literally every day you're gonna question your school every day you're gonna question is that even what I want to do when I'm out of college every day like there's just a lot of doubt and like questioning about am I doing the right thing Mm -hmm. well what did you go into school for your freshman year what did you what were you what was your degree that you were going for education oh it was why did I think it was like nursing or something no I was in high school I was like set on doing physical therapy yeah and then I started I working at an elementary school, and I was like, wow, I really like this. And then I started volunteering in my church, and I was like, I really, really like this. And yeah, by freshman year, I decided it was going to be education. But I mean, I've definitely questioned it countless number of times. I mean, you still question, question my it. major every day. Yeah, you're <laughs> like, like, still. I need to start saving my money. <laughs> Should I be even doing this? Should I even be a teacher? Yeah. yeah. No, 100%. Which I'm like more of the opposite spectrum. I. Well, you knew what you wanted to do, I guess, when you started working at Kids Club. But I think, like, 
junior year of high school is when I was like, okay, I want to go into accounting. I want to go into business and that's what I'm going to do. And I was actually really good at the accounting classes in accounting and finance was my best classes in high school, which obviously it's easier than college. Yeah. But I decided that I wanted to do that. So then um, I got a co-oping job with an accounting firm and I was really excited about it. I'm still excited about it. I love my job and I'm extremely grateful for where I am. But I think that I was, I didn't really think about any other options because I was like, I have a job, I'm good at it and this is what I'm going to do. And I hadn't really worked in an office for a long time. I worked there for a year before I went into college and like decided like this is what I was going to do. And then I'm a senior now and last semester, the second semester of junior year is kind of when I started questioning it just because I, I don't necessarily know if like sitting in an office will fulfill me, which I know that in business and accounting, there's so many options. I just don't think now I'm questioning it. And now I'm like, oh shoot, I'm screwed because I'm like here. I mean, it's a good like major to have because you always have a job, but I'm just in that rut where I don't want to do it, but I have to. And I have a job, so why would I not do it, you know? Yeah. I feel like we all experience that a little bit. It's like, well, is this really what I'm going to be wanting to do? Or am I taking the easy way out and not exploring all my options? And even if it's something you've, like, been passionate about, I think you're still going to question it. Just because the future is so unknown. And even if, like, yeah, you're going to have a for sure job, but you can always go to the question of, am I going to like doing this every day? Mm -hmm. Do I see myself doing this every day? And I feel like we just ask ourselves a lot of questions or put a lot of thoughts in our mind that like make us panic. And Which I think it's interesting that for you, you're going in because you enjoy being around kids. You enjoy being in the school and like teaching. Mm -hmm. Whereas for me, I was going into it because it's a financially stable job. I mean, it was easy for me. I, I understood it. I It clicked for me. But the one of the main reasons why I did it was because I knew I could get a job that would make me financially stable. And not that, like, my parents... Your parents are extremely successful. Not that my parents aren't successful because they are successful in their own way, but they didn't go to college, so they are blue-collar workers, like, factory, and my yeah. mom works for the railroad. Um, so then when I saw my sister go to college and getting a, get an accounting degree... And now, like, her and her family are, like, doing very well. I was, like, almost following in her footsteps, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. No. I just think I should have, I wish I would have thought about everything else other than the money aspect of it. Because that's... I mean, that's what ma makes me question my job the most, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, because we're completely op yeah, we're it's opposite. it's very difficult to decide between, like, what makes you happy and what makes... Because <sighs> money can't buy happiness, but it buys you things that make you happy or it, it makes you comfortable. Like money is just, that's how our society is. Money mm -hmm. is a very, I mean, I don't think, okay, for, I feel like a millionaire, like, yeah, they're probably happy, but that doesn't mean that they're emotionally happy. But well, yeah. when you, if you're struggling financially, it just stresses you out. Exactly. And then I just feel like it, you're just come always stressed out because you're like, oh, where the next paycheck. Oh, the next bill, which is, I didn't want to have to do that. Yeah. Which that's what I'm most mm -hmm. terrified for. And if you, if that is how you live, like, if you are living pay to, paycheck to paycheck, obviously there's things that you can find happiness in, I'm not saying yeah. that, but it is just a stressful thing that I feel like would be weighing on you at all times, just because I feel like that, like, I got bills to pay and I'm, like, 
not living paycheck to paycheck because like but like still i'm not like yeah money is definitely something to consider yeah. but i've always been told that like oh it shouldn't make your decision and all of that and so i was like really trying to not do that and like finding what made me happy and i did but now i'm just like stressed because i'm like is it possible to have money and happiness like doing something you love and but that's just any job any job is gonna have like its downsides and its upsides whether like mm-hmm. no matter where on the spectrum it falls you can love your job but it's still gonna bring stress yeah because it's still just it's still work yeah it's still a job but yeah so you're gonna question <laughs> for sure we still question and i don't know just don't i guess my advice would be to not freak out like when you question it and like decide that you're going to make a bunch of changes you're going to switch your major right then and there I would say like wait it out and like make a pros and cons list talk to your advisor like talk to people that are in the field talk to your parents or like whoever you have in your close life to figure out is this like the normal kind of stress that like everyone has that everyone panics or is it actually like you do not want to do this and you need to find something else Mm -hmm. college like we've said is a lot of just like starting your adult life and room for growth and kind of like learning about yourself and I think it's a prime opportunity to like grow your independence so it's okay to do things by yourself and for like big universities or like a normal college experience I would say that's things like it's okay to go to the dining hall by yourself you don't have to like you're gonna feel weird when you first do it like going and having dinner by yourself in a room full of people and you're gonna feel like everyone's staring at you thinking you have no friends and that you're the outcast of the world but everyone does it like it's not as weird as you think you have to make your schedule fit and do your own thing like you can't just base your schedule on other people and what your friends are doing because that will stress you out too Mm -hmm. like if you're like, oh, I have a class at this time and homework to do at this time. Oh, but my friends eat at this time, so I have to wait. It's like, no. If that's a good time for you to go, then go and get your stuff done. Don't like stress yourself out because you're going to like missing one meal or one car ride to the grocery or whatever, like with your college friends isn't going to like break your friendship. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like getting over like the FOMO aspect that like, oh, they went to the grocery store without me and now we're not going to be friends. Like, it's nothing astronomical happened on that car rider and the dining hall that day. For me, I feel like since I didn't live on campus, I pretty much did everything by myself. Cause yeah, I wasn't we've still had friends. to learn, yeah, yeah, how to do things by ourselves. Which I feel like I was pretty independent before, but, like, you and I were always together, like, even during the weekdays. So I feel like just adjusting to that was, like, different, but... I've always been a pretty independent person, but it definitely, it's getting you ready for adulthood, essentially, Mm -hmm. especially if you're moved to on campus. So you are living by yourself most likely for the first time. So it is an adjustment. Because even for me, like moving back home, I still had to like make an effort to learn how to be independent. Like I couldn't only go to the grocery like when my mom was going or give her my list because I was able to like recognize that, no, this is something that I have to learn like to be okay with doing yep and so i've like been trying to like practice that or just creating like your own schedule and not saying like neglect everyone else's and never trying to make an effort to like do things with other people but 
like knowing what you need to do in a day or in a week and creating that schedule and like if it fits in with others or if you have room to be flexible then be flexible but if you don't just like knowing like that's okay and like that's how I mean that's how an adult life is going to be once I go and get a job like I'm going to have hours that I like that is what I need to do and Mm -hmm. there's going to be certain things I have to do when I get home and it's not just going to be like a free-for-all so I think it's a good time to practice setting a schedule for yourself and setting and prioritizing yeah you need to prioritize for sure it's just a really good it's like a trial run of Mm -hmm. adult life right and then I guess like kind of going into that it's like just more on like the financial aspect because everyone says like broke college kid broke college kid you know which is pretty true for yeah good majority of us and you don't have to like spend money just because everyone around you is Mm -hmm. and some people have the blessing to be spending their parents' money to go out and do things and buy things. And some people have the opportunity to work and that they're able to spend that money. Or some people saved really well before college or whatever. But a lot of people, like, no matter what, like, money is a factor. And just because, let's say, your friends, like, you have three different groups of friends and they're all wanting to go out to dinner on different days. Mm-hmm. Like, it's okay to be like, no, nah, I have food in the fridge. But, like, text me when you guys are done and i'll come hang out yeah and like we can meet up it doesn't have to be you don't have to hang like join along with every single thing if they're going out and buying drinks every single night or every night of the weekend and you're just like eh, that's not really in my budget like respect yourself enough to know that you're benefiting like you're saving or you're gonna save it for another night or another year whatever and it's okay to like say no sometimes financially or just like in general like you don't have to go to every single thing that everyone's always doing because like we talked about before this episode like last weekend I think it was I had an eight page paper due and I knew I was gonna not have fun night because I was gonna be thinking about it all night Mm -hmm. so you stayed home yeah so I stayed home and I knew I wouldn't if I went out and drank all night and then I was hung over right yeah the paper. I was not gonna enjoy writing my paper so I knew that if I just stayed in wrote Which I it, was sad about but I wasn't yes. like mad like I wasn't mad I was like I understand yeah. most yeah exactly most people understand because I feel like same with Chloe we tried to co- get her to come out Friday night and Saturday and she's in fine she's her finals week is coming up so she just can't which yeah. makes sense like obviously we would love to have her there but priorities it's important yeah. to prioritize. And it's important to remember that just because you say no doesn't mean they're never mm-hmm. going to invite you again. Right. Like obviously, if you're making up an excuse every single time, they're eventually... Yeah. Then invite you My cat's left, sad. But, yeah. Like. Have you seen the <laughs> commercial where it's like the acne commercial? And it's like, stop making oh, up excuses because yeah. you have acne. She's like, I'm making my cat spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like some outrageous excuse. Oh, but then again, if you, like, let's say you don't have anything to do when you don't want to go out, don't do it. It just because... Because then you're going to end up having a bad time and then they're right. not going to invite right. you back just because you were Debbie Downer the yeah, whole time. Like, right. You have to, and I've definitely used that excuse before too. I'm like, dude, I'm just not in a good mood. And yeah. if I come out, I'm going to ruin it for everyone. So just. Yeah. But I feel like usually when you're down and you come out, we. we uh, yeah. I mean, usually, but. Like, we potty in. <laughs> getting, getting me to come out is the hardest yeah, part of our right. friendship. <laughs> Strap you to the hood of the car. <laughs> so more on the all college front. You'll always, you'll have an advisor. Kind of like your high school counselor. You'll have someone that's there to help you along the way. But your advisor is, 
You it's cannot not- rely on your advisor for your success. They're not going to hold your hand through yes. it all. When I first started going, like when I first signed up for my very first classes, my sister actually told me, she was like, I actually never listened to what they say. Like I looked at what classes I needed to take and I took those because like like you said before we started this episode is that they have so many students that they are advising. So you're not their priority. Like you're your own priority. So you need to make sure you're doing everything that you need to be doing and not just relying on them for all the information you need you need to be going out and getting that information yourself yeah they're not going to be looking at your transcript every day and making sure that you're getting done what you need to get done checking your grades yeah like that's their goal is to help you through that and they are there to help i'm not trying to like bash on advisors but you have to take that responsibility yourself obviously you don't know everything about the college you don't know everything about the classes or getting a degree and you'll have questions write those questions down and bring it to them. They're a lot better at answering questions than reading your mind. Mm-hmm. And or trying to give you the information that you need. Like yeah. You should be asking for the information. Like need. I always go into an advising appointment, even if it's just to schedule my classes, I always have questions. And so do I. I kind of got screwed over though. Yeah. I mean, I found my advisor to be pretty helpful And the things that I've heard people complain about, like, the same advisor that, like, we'll have a mutual advisor and I'll hear people complaining and complaining. And for me, it's just like, oh, like, I have that information because I asked. Yeah. And they're like, oh, he didn't even tell me about this until a week before. And it's like, you have to see that as being grateful that they at least, like, mentioned it. But Mm -hmm. if you would have asked, if you would have, you kind of have to look ahead. Don't just look at this one semester and go semester by semester you kind of have to like look at the big picture and see what you need to get done and how you want to go about it and then make a like my advisor was really good about making my game plan for my like whole education career yeah and going from that and so every time even if I ask the same question every semester I'm like am I still on track am I still on track and everything well because on the opposite spectrum I did ask that yeah I did ask I asked every single time I went to schedule my classes if I was on track to graduate in four years and she told me yes every single time and then scheduling for my first semester of junior year I said am I still on track to graduate in four years and she looked at me and said yeah four or five and I was like why have you been telling me four years and then now it's four or five when I've been taking I've never been a part-time student I've always been a full-time student I would have been taking summer classes but she never said I needed to which maybe I should have asked but I was always told yes four years and now it's five which is fine because we talked about this before you're not not everyone's in school for only four years. Sometimes yeah, college it does... is not just a four-year program. I know that's like the I, what society ev- yeah. everyone says. It is so. It is more common than you believe to be a five-year journey or an extended period of time where some people start, take a break, go back, or take a break and then go. Like, yeah, take off year. year. Some people transfer, so that adds to it. Um, getting your CPA, that's obviously more credit hours, so it'll mo- most likely take more years. Mm-hmm. Or Which is what I'm doing. That's why yeah. it's taking longer. But And some people take a fifth year for an extended like minor or have to continue education when you're going to be a doctor and you have to do a PA program for 
whatever, like nursing and physical therapy and all that. It's just like there's so many, there's a lot of things that require like additional years and it's okay. Like you're not a failure if it takes you more than four years to Mm -hmm. get your degree. Yeah, that's very true. It doesn't have to be exactly four years after you graduate high school that you are in the workforce and ready to go and have your degree. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, be gracious with yourself. Don't think that you're a failure because even if you go into school and you're like, no, I'm going to get this done in four years and then by your third or fourth year, you're like, oh, like that maybe that's not what's going to happen or and don't be like scared to transfer because it's going to add on a year like I had to add on a year because not all my credits transferred from a private school to a public school and all colleges have different curriculum and like different courses you have to take and like that's okay because in the end I'd rather be happy or at least content with how I'm going about this than being miserable for my four years just so I can say I did it in four years and like Mm -hmm. I'm done yeah I think it's also important to note that if you do know what you're because sometimes you don't know what your major is going to be when you go in and that's fine but if you do have an idea of like what you want to do after college what kind of job you want to have um or even like the major you're doing I think it's important to look for maybe like job opportunities or even volunteering or internships or anything that is in that category just so you can start building your resume. For me personally, I was blessed to start working for an accounting firm my senior year of high school and I've been doing that ever since. But like for you, you work with kids and like church and kids club and nannying like they all that all can be put on your resume because it all involves kids and like Mm -hmm. education in a way so like that builds your resume so I think it's just important to try and start building your resume as soon as you can because it will help you get a job once you graduate college yeah and even if it's not working throughout the year because I know that's really hard when you're like away from home or especially your first year it's not really recommended to be like okay like start your first year of living alone and going to college and then add a job to it like your first job to it but I think a lot of people partake in like summer jobs or whatever and even if it's not an internship or something specific to your major I would say that whatever job you're doing look for aspects that you like Mm -hmm. and look for qualities that you would like to have in your future job because you can also put that on your resume. Like, even though I want to go into teaching, I could go and I've worked retail before. I can still use that on my resume, but spin it in a way that I had to use my collaborative skills. I had to work with groups. I had to communicate effectively. Like, you can find skills, but it's a lot harder to, like, just find a job and, like, complain about it all the time and then when you're writing your resume, you're like, like oh, how does that even relate yeah. to what I, like, no one's going to care about this. Like, that was dumb. I wasted my time. But you can find a way to, like, make it helpful for you in any way. And if you're, let's say, working retail and you hate doing stock inventory or, um, like, any part of numbers, okay, then, like, you probably shouldn't go into, like, a business category or, like, anything with them because that's, you can, like, Find what you like and don't like to do, even if it's not, like, what the job is, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, you can find that you like working with certain types of people or certain, like, doing certain things. 
Yeah. Because, like, my favorite part of um, working retail was always more of, like, the customer side and the, like, making a plan to have effective communication and, like, that kind of stuff. It wasn't necessarily, like, folding clothes, which, I mean, that is what some people, mine wasn't dressing the mannequins. I hated doing that. I don't have a sense of fashion. You had to do that? Yes. Wait, they don't tell you what to put on the mannequin? Um, not for, like, your interview and, like, your initial process. They make you do it on your, for your interview? Yeah. Oh. They're like, okay, walk around the store, find an outfit, and put it together. Which, obviously, that's not, like, it for every place, but that mm-hmm. is how, like, the place I worked at did it. And I didn't realize that. Yeah. I'd have been like, you want me to do what now? <laughs> I was so nervous. Thankfully, I had Googled it before, like, because there's websites where you can Google the place you're going to go work and it'll tell you their, like, typical interview process or it'll be stories of people and what they had to do. And so I at least, like, figured that I was going to have to do that. Mm-hmm. And I had to do it for a female, a male, and a baby or, like, a toddler. Wow. And I have always known that I don't like doing that, so I do not have a job in fashion. That was that was a big X mark. Yeah. But I knew that I liked greeting people and helping them so i was like okay i want to go into a job where i can help people like yeah i don't know it's not the most specific ever but it's but it has still helpful yeah. yeah you can find positives and like whatever opportunities that you have mm-hmm. and you can use them to help you grow and also even if you don't have an opportunity to work that's too much or whatever finding like groups or different like clubs and stuff like that that can also help you determine if you're really like passionate about it and stuff because if you go to every business club meeting and these people are really passionate and they're talking about what they're doing and how they like it and you're just like I don't feel this way at all then it can be a good sign or you can meet people that are really passionate you're like wow like I feel the same way and you can create friendships that way and yeah grow your skills you can you can put the groups that you were in like in college and high school like your um activities on your resume oh yeah it looks very good on the resume like for account the accounting club the finance club like for me personally that would be like perfect on my resume yeah I don't do that stuff (laughs) but they're there yeah well not that I'm not even too busy, but I just feel like it would overwhelm me if I were if I were to be working almost full-time, being a full-time student, and then that stuff on top of it. Yeah. I think it's important to get involved and, like, start to grow your, like, prepare yourself for your future, but don't overwhelm yourself because... Because then you're going to get burnt out of yeah. it so And then you're going to be, like, la- you're going to only be giving, like, half effort to each yeah, thing. Yeah, you can't give 100% to 10 different things. Yeah. Because, like, personally, I had to make the decision. Well, COVID kind of made the decision for me. But um, to not work this semester, which I'm very thankful that that's one of the reasons I am very thankful for COVID because it closed down my place of work. And so I couldn't work. And I was able to fully, like, I've not been as stressed this semester. And I've been able to give. Okay, I've still been stressed. Come on. Like, if this isn't stressed, I don't want to see what stress is. (laughs) But I've been able to prioritize like my friendships my family I've been not like I still get very stressed about assignments and we know this about me but I'm able to at least like rely on well I have more time and like it will get done whereas when I'm devoting all my time to like a thousand that's why I personally didn't like my university as much like when I went to a big school 
was just because the social events were endless, the clubs and everything I was trying to join, the options are endless, but there's also, like, a lot of requirements, and I also, like, didn't know what to expect in um, all my classes, and I was taking a lot of classes, and I was working off campus, so it was just, like, a lot, so I... Overwhelming. Yeah. So when I moved home, I was really able to decide, like, what I wanted to do. And I could have done that there, but I just, it wasn't in the cards for me. But I think not stressing yourself out, especially in your first year. They're going to, everyone's going to tell you to get involved, get involved, get involved. It's okay if you wait until second semester or your sophomore year or even, you can do it your senior year. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not a first day of school or never. So... If it takes you, like, you need that transition period just to get adjusted and, like, get your schedule down and then you want to join, like, that is okay. Yeah. It doesn't have to be all at once because that's when you're going to feel super overwhelmed and just want to give up. Right. I think we should do more of these where it's, like, things they didn't tell you about and, like, a specific topic. Not that it's, like, easy, but I think it's more, like, inform not even information. It's just, like, things we've learned. Yeah. Just to help It's a anyone. new way to express, like, lessons that we've learned in our mm-hmm. life rather than just, like, doing, like, things we've learned. Yeah. Things we've learned about life in general. Yeah. Whereas we're doing a specific topic, I mm-hmm. think that would be good for more areas of life. Just because, and I, I think it's good because we're both very different. So oh my gosh, our experiences and our thoughts about things, especially perfect, yeah. school. <laughs> shade. Especially, <laughs> not kidding. shade. You could easily come at me and be like, girl, you need to chill the fuck out. Like, I do say that, but you're yeah. also like, girl, you need to get show. You need to get on it. <laughs> we both, we balance each other. Yeah. Because I could think like, oh, Kaylee wouldn't be freaking out about this. And then you're like, oh, Alexis would be so stressed right I'm now. like, oh, this is doing five minutes. <laughs> Alexis would have a heart attack. <laughs> Alexis has her assignments done a week in advance. And it's like, it's a, it's 11 o'clock and this is due at 11.59. Guess we should start it. <laughs> Got plenty of time. Whereas Just, I would literally my problem is i feel like you just have a mental breakdown at that point yeah i wouldn't even get it done at <laughs> you'd that you just point. be crying for 30 <laughs> minutes and you're like crap i only have 20 minutes to get this done oh my gosh yeah we both have areas of improvement we're not perfect but no. but i think it's good like when we talk about certain topics about life we have very different experiences and views on yeah. things so i think it's good to have both sides expressed just because i feel like if we're both have the same views on everything it for one it wouldn't be a good conversation and for yeah, two it, might, it probably wouldn't even help half the people out there because who's to say that they'd be exactly like us yeah or like it'd be biased yeah almost. right yeah we are like that's what one really good thing about our friendship is that we are so different but like we have i don't know it's hard to explain i feel like we're different but we value the same things almost yeah which kind of brings us together but we, we kind of like just value each other i yeah. guess or just like value knowledge almost like yeah. we just value different perspectives yeah yeah and like i feel like if you have a different way of thinking i'm not like yeah. shut you down i'm like oh, okay like i understand but that's just not how i feel but that's fine and i can just see every every point of view point it's of the view nine possible. are you a nine yeah, I'm yeah. Behind. i can literally you can sell me on anything i'll see your point of view <laughs> give me a one bullet point list and i'm all yours yeah you you would be an awful salesman you go out there and <laughs> pitch it and then be like well what about this And you're like oh shoot you shouldn't buy this i'm going, I'm going to the next house 
Because <laughs> I, I could not hide anything. No, you'd be like, you'd be like, well, I don't need it. And I'd be like, oh, you probably don't. You probably know best. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're like trying to shove it down your throat is like what a salesman is. Oh, I could never be a car salesman and like go up to people and be like, this has this, this, and this. And they'd be like, that's not what I want. And you're like, oh, okay. I'm like, sorry. Oh, sorry. That's all we got. You can just go. <laughs> you can just go. I heard down next door. They have <laughs> you work for like Mercedes. You're like, down at Ford. I heard they're having good sales. <laughs> just trying to give them like the most. Oh, oh God. God. I'd be fired in a day. I know. <laughs> <laughs> be like, Did we just hear you promote a different car company? We're not. We can't. Well, because when I did work retail, um, we could wear things that weren't <laughs> their brand but they it's had like to, all like, american eagle <laughs> but they had to at least like look like it could be sold in the store like it had to be like the same like type of style i guess like <laughs> i wouldn't go in and wearing like an all black pantsuit like that wouldn't be it and i also wouldn't yeah or like nike but, signs everywhere yeah like you had to just be a little cautious but i remember one time I was wearing this outfit and it was my mom's and I like I felt so cute yeah and a lady came up to me and she's like oh my gosh I love your shirt she's like did you is it from here and I was like (laughs) (laughs) no but it could be (laughs) but it matches our style really well did you tell her I was like well it's my mom's but like I'm sure we have something here like it and I was like looking around no and she's like oh well, i just really like that and she like said like the one specific thing because it was like a cutout in the back and oh she's like, i really like i like that like i want that mm-hmm. shirt and i was like down at dragons <laughs> it's two stores down i was like it's white house black market it's my mom can you at least buy something here oh god i could not work retail either yeah. i'd be god awful but because who shops at one store and one store specifically. Nobody. Like, their entire outfit. It's just, I no. mean, some people do that. I feel like, like, um, Lululemon girls do that. Sorry oh, if you're a Lululemon girl. I am but not. I just feel like they're like, um, my sports bras from Lululemon. I have the Wonder Underpants and, um, the, the socks, <laughs> the headband, the, the hair tie, <laughs> the workout mats, <laughs> the necklace. <laughs> oh, do they sell necklaces? Probably. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's how I'm trying to be about Peloton. So, like, I can't really, like, talk yeah. too much shade, but I want the leggings. Which is, I want the sports bra. Whereas I'm, necklace. like, more of, like, I'll go to Shein and buy a whole wardrobe off Shein for yeah. 20 bucks, whereas your leggings are 70. <laughs> like,. Well, at least, like, that's what's good about, like, those bigger companies mm-hmm. is because they have, like, multiple brands. Right. Because, like, people always crap on Revolve Girls or whatever, but do you realize how many brands are on so, Revolve? Yeah. It's not like you're going and, like, getting... Because even, like, Old Navy, it's like there's a bunch of different right. brands. Mm-hmm. So. We kind of got off topic. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. We digress. But, <laughs> sorry if you're a Lululemon girl. I love your products. I wish I could afford them. But <laughs> same. That's the one reason why I don't wear it. Yeah, I know. Oh, the not... only reason I have it is because I was gifted it. It's fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll be back next week with a new episode. Don't know what it will be, but yeah, we'll be here. And yeah, if you want to follow us on Instagram, it's at Simply Marie. And then mine is Kaylee underscore pretty. And Alexis is Alexis Rems. I just know. Yeah. I'm just, we're just, it's just a, I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> and it was really bad. I was trying to like log into my Instagram yesterday. Um, Why I, would you log out? Oh, I deleted the app. Why? 
uh, because I had to record an interview and I knew it was going to be about 40 minutes. And I was like, what if I don't have storage on my phone for oh. a 40 minute video? Yeah. And so I was like, I'm, I deleted Twitter and Instagram. But then when I went to log back in, it wasn't there. I kept putting Alexis underscore Rems. Oh, that's me. And then I was like, Alexis, you are so dumb. You say it every week. <laughs> Alexis Rems, nothing fun about it. Yeah, it's just straight to the point. <laughs> yes. I wish I didn't have an underscore, but you can't change it. So here we are. You can request a change. Can you? Like. I feel like it's not that serious for me. I mean, yeah. Normally, it's like big influencers. <laughs> yeah. and Like then, when they like get married or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Instagram actually listens to them because they'll go to their comments. Oh, like, oh, you got just, millions of people. Yeah. I got you. Kaylee, pretty who? <laughs> Skip that email. <laughs> Trash. It'd probably go to spam. spam. <laughs> <laughs> Flagged is unimportant. <laughs> Literally. Alrighty. Well, we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.